Hi, and welcome to Envy Podcast, where we talk all things music, lifestyle, and pop culture. Welcome back to season three. My name is Devana, and I'm here with Jenna, Maya, and Claire, and we are your hosts. Hello. Hi. Hello. First off, a sincere thank you to everyone who's been tuning into season three and loving our new format. We truly, truly appreciate it. Remember to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and make sure to give us a five-star rating because that will really help us out. We're back with a part two of our Unpopular Opinion series, and we have some really juicy ones today. I'll start. This one has been a hot topic on Twitter lately. It's disrespectful to bring another artist light sick to someone else's concert. Yes, no thoughts. In my opinion, as a fan, I do think it's weird and awkward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not necessarily outright disrespectful, but it is weird. The weirdest one is when you see someone bring a light stick to a group that's not even in a sister company or like in the company. It makes sense if you want to have a light stick like everyone else. But if you're just bringing some random ass light stick that doesn't, they're not even in the same company as the artist you're seeing, it's just weird. It's weird. Yeah, I went to Itzy's concert last night and I saw people with light sticks from Stray Kids. I saw a BTS army bomb. Chae Young, she called out a fan at a show. I can't remember which one, but she was like, that's not our shirt. They were wearing some other group's shirt, but not 100% sure who it was. But she was just, she called them out. But then people started booing. She's like, no, 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 don't boo. I just think it's a little weird. I can't believe people booed. No, I, I agree with what you guys have been saying. If it's not the light stick for that group, then they shouldn't bring it. I know, I think it was P1 Harmony I saw on Twitter. Like they were saying, if you have a light stick, bring it. We'd love to see it. Which, okay, if a group have expressed their feelings towards it and it's positive, then yeah, you can bring it. And maybe if it's a festival and you have a light stick for another group that isn't performing, mm-hmm. I would say that's fine as well because it's nice and it's a mishmash of groups anyways, so it doesn't really matter. But I completely agree that I'm not a fan of bringing another group's light sticks to a concert. And the shirt thing as well, that really annoys me when someone wears merch of another group to another group's concert that really annoys me so I'm glad that she called them out and I'm annoyed that people booed people should not have booed oh and just to make it clear they were not booing at her they were booing at the fan but still oh, she was like oh no don't you were saying. I just wanted to make that clear because I noticed after I said that yeah I completely misinterpreted that I was like they were booing the artist all good all good Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate. I kind of (laughs) don't have an opinion about this. I really don't notice it myself at concerts, but to just kind of give an opposite opinion, I have seen people say online that to them, light sticks are expensive. They're $50 each plus shipping, depending on where you're getting it from. A lot of places, a lot of people don't have K-pop shops near them, so they can't go to the store and get it. So if they're getting it shipped from Weavers or something like that's an additional shipping fee. And it's really hard for people to be able to afford different light sticks for different groups. I think there's a bit of a cultural difference when it 
comes to light sticks as a support item because historically with K-pop fans in Korea, it was you have one group, you're with that group for life, that's your main group, you get everything to support them and that that's what it is. But when people outside of Korea or even when K-pop started becoming even a like a niche thing here in the US, the way that we found K-pop was by through a bunch of different artists. So you weren't specifically fans of just one artist. It was okay to be a fan of a bunch of different artists. And at the same time, we didn't have access to a lot of support items and memorabilia and merch. So it was very rare for bands, like any type of concert in the U.S. or even outside of Asia, really, to have light sticks or t-shirts or whichever. So I think the thought process behind bringing other artists' merch to different concerts is just to be like, I am a K-pop fan, like I'm part of this community, and just to kind of feel included. Um, especially like when it's hard to afford multiple different items. So I, I can understand both sides. I feel like if the artist hasn't explicitly said that it makes them uncomfortable or something, I, I think it's okay because I think everyone just kind of wants to have fun. Yeah, I can see from that point of view as well, especially the cost of the light sticks. They're very expensive and the cost is even higher at the concerts because it includes the shipping from wherever they get it from, to the venues. I guess it's, and just my point of view, I think I feel more strongly or strongly about how it's awkward rather than the other side. Is it awkward for the fans around them or do you think it's awkward for the artists? Um, Maybe more so the fans around Mm -hmm. because I, the artists probably aren't really paying that much attention because it's maybe one or two light sticks out of the crowd of majority of the people having their light stick. It's probably just more so the fans. I was gonna say, I always think of it as the perspective of the artist. Like if you were a small group and someone came along with a BTS light stick, you, the thought process might be, oh, are they really here to see me? Or do they just like BTS and know like, well, we're a K-pop group? I would almost feel embarrassed or but that you'd have to perform to a certain standard because these people have almost expectations of you and even more stress. Yeah, that's a good point. I have a funny story to tell. So I saw Shiny in 2016 in Chicago, Mother's Day weekend. That's an experience in itself. Maybe I'll tell that story at a different <laughs> But it was still at a time period where light sticks for specific groups were not easily available at least here in the U.S. like it was very rare so when you went to concerts most people wouldn't have anything so for this concert specifically or Shawl USA their fan base ordered thousands of light sticks that were I don't think they were exactly shiny's color but they were pretty close like aqua blue color and they were just the small like same length as like a pen straight tiny ones and they gave them away when people were coming into the theater so that was the first time I ever had an experience where everyone had a light stick and I think shiny themselves were also very surprised by that and just how loud everyone was key specifically because it was a fan meeting so key called out fans because they had these like fake shiny shirts on like a dupe that someone had made from shirts that shiny actually wore for one of their promo photos for an album and it just had shiny on it in different colors actually I think it's a shiny world people would sell those on ebay and a bunch of fans brought them and went into the concert. He was so confused. He was like, where do you guys get those from? And people were answering. And he was like, eBay? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was very confused. It was pretty funny. But I think now we're 
just starting to get into this culture where everyone has a light stick, so much more accessible to people. So I think at the end of the day, we should stop fighting each other as fans because I did see people get really heated about this on Twitter. I think we should start fighting these companies that are selling these light sticks and merch for ridiculous prices because they know that they can. Period. That's so funny. I fully agree. At the end of the day, this is not something we should be fighting over. Who really cares? Yeah, the prices are really insane. And also, it doesn't hurt to just use your phone flashlight. If you feel strongly about not bringing a light stick from a different group, then your phone flashlight is totally fine, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's actually a good point. And now they sell colored pieces of paper that you can put over your phone flashlight so it flashes the same color. Mm. I remember for Day Six's first world tour, the people in charge of the fan projects for North America bought little pieces of paper or they were sticky, like little stickers, and they would color them in with markers. And in every city, there's a certain color. They would hand them out and people would put it over their phone flashlights. And there was a whole project for like different songs every show. It was really pretty. Fans are they're amazing. They're the MVPs. Very innovative. And you can go to the next one. Alrighty. Next on popular opinion is the one that has Team Envy strictly divided. Mint chocolate chip is tasty. Are any of you mint choco lovers? I am, yes. Yes. No. No. <laughs> I am, I'm a hater. I'm a hater. If there's one mint chocolate chip hater out there, it's me. Oh my god. Guys, let me let me tell y'all listeners, this has been a thing since day one of Envy. Like we this is something we really bring up fairly often and we constantly fight about it as if our opinions are gonna change. Like our taste buds are not gonna change <laughs> over this. Me personally, I, I love her. I love her to death. Anyone else lovers? Go. Go first. I mean, I don't know what to say. It's just, it's so good. Don't understand how you could hate it. And a lot of people compare it to toothpaste, which I do not get. How do you not taste the chocolate within the mint? It doesn't make any sense. It does not taste like toothpaste. I don't understand. If you're a mint chocolate hater, there is seriously something wrong. There's seriously (laughs) something wrong with your taste buds. I'm sorry. I've like, literally, I just love the combination of the two. Like Junior Mints was my shit growing up. Every movie, I was macking on those in the back. Don't even get me started about Girl Scout Thin Mints. Don't get me started. Oh my god, dude. It's, it's, it's just top tier. And uh, it was great. My like my best friend, one of my best friends, he's also my neighbor and his little sister was a Girl Scout. So I had like the hookup, the early hookup. He would just come by. I'd slide him a few bucks and he'd give me some boxes and it was truly fantastic. Little tidbit, if y'all didn't know, but they literally have all the Girl Scout cookies and exclusive ones on Amazon. Okay, so it's trash. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. It does taste like toothpaste. There was one point of time in my life where Andes mint chocolate. Oh, mm-hmm. Andes candies. Those things. I used to, I, I did like those when I was really young. Kind of doesn't count. But since then, no. I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It could be just me. Actually, no, it's not just me because half of Team Envy also hates mint chocolate chip. I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to reach a conclusion. I was just about to say, have we ever actually counted it? 
I don't think so, but we did do a poll on Twitter a year ago. I don't remember what the results were. I think a lot of people actually liked mint chocolate chip. Yeah, we definitely need to do a poll within the team and then we'll we'll find out. And that's the first question everyone gets asked when you join the team. Eventually, within like the, the first two minutes, we'll be like, so what's your thoughts on mint chocolate chip? <laughs> that's so funny. That's actually how you get on the team. Whoever is asking you, you just kind of have to hope that they're on the same side. It's really funny because we don't have any other things that we're super divided on. Not even the internet's favorite question of pineapple on pizza or anything like that. It's strictly this question. That's an instant fight starter. (laughs) And just because you brought up the topic of pineapple on pizza, I will say I am a supporter of pineapple on pizza. Me too. I love pineapple on pizza. She's amazing, spectacular, never the same, totally brilliant, never done before. She's the She is amazing. She's everything. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> love that. So simple. We might be all on the same page for this one, but how about you never put an album on shuffle on the first listen? How do you all listen to albums for the first time? I remember when like Harry Styles dropped Fine Line. There was this girl that I follow on Twitter. She was a big Harry stan. That was like big part of her account. She literally said that she listens to new albums on shuffle. And everyone's like, what's wrong with you? That's actually insane. And before that, I had never heard anyone say they've done that. So it never has even crossed my mind because I have always listened to it from first song to last song, start to beginning. Maybe after some time, I'll listen to it on shuffle. But like the first time, it will always have to be from beginning to end, front to back, A to B, because that's how they intended it. I can't imagine ever doing that. Like, that's just crazy to me. How do you think Harry Styles would feel about that? I think that's totally insane. (laughs) (laughs) Harry is not happy this week. He's not. I 100% agree. I think that's literal insanity. I think that you should definitely listen to albums the way that they were intended to be listened to, the way that they laid them out, because there are people at labels and the artists, specifically themselves, that spend so much time on having the perfect track list. And I just think it's crazy to just kind of start in the middle, especially when they're trying to tell a story, which a lot of albums are doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's crazy. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love when albums have seamless, beautiful transitions. I feel like it doesn't happen too often, but when artists do that, it is so satisfying. So it, yeah, I just can't imagine ever doing that. Like if you do that, we're going to have to do some research. We're going to have to hook you up somewhere and find out what's going on. So Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City album mm-hmm. is such a brilliant album in storytelling. And I miss when albums used to have like skits, interludes that would help kind of take you from the story of one song into the story of another, move you through it. I think that album is a masterclass in musical storytelling. And I wish more people would do that. Makes me think of when BTS used to do skits in their albums or little clips. Even NCT in their interludes, and it's not, but it's just like this musical interlude. I believe it's Renaissance. Renaissance, Renaissance Resonance. Wow. (laughs) I was was just about to say something, but I figured you were. (laughs) Like, I knew what you were talking about, but it just went over my head. When NCT does their interludes and they're not, 
speaking, but it's just instrumental that takes you from one part of the album to another, where there's this interlude and you exit part one of the album and then you go into part two and it kind of tells different musical stories of production on both sides are different. I thought that was genius. And I think that more people should do that. Absolutely. I'm always going to prefer if an album has kind of like a, either a cohesive story or transitions or an interlude in the, sometimes those end up being my favorite tracks, believe it or not. I'm like, damn, this was like 30 seconds of straight heat. And I'm mad that it's not a full thing, but I see what you're doing and I appreciate it. I think the Hype's new girl group who just did Anti-Fragile, the, yeah. the beginning, the first song in that album is an introduction. I was just about to mention that Le Seraphim. Yeah. I, think that's how you I, say I have it. no idea how to it. But I am obsessed with them and that album. It's so good. I love it. I agree. Well, on that note, that's all for today's discussion. We hope you enjoyed it. And please let us know what you think on Twitter and Instagram at Indie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Indie Podcast. Make sure to tune in next week for more discussions. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where you can rate us five stars. See you next time. Bye.